at the end of the day, I'm like you, I'm a cheerleader for knitting and crochet. I love it. I love it with all of my heart and I want everybody to succeed. You're listening to Power Pearls podcast, and this is episode 50 with Marley Bird, host of the Yarn Thing podcast. You guys are in for a big treat today because this is episode 50, and I have a really cool guest. She is the host of Yarn Thing, which I had mentioned, and we had a really fun conversation. And I really think you're going to you're going to love it because we laugh, we cry. <laughs> uh, it's like a little bit of everything. And we also talk a little, you know, shop too. We talk about podcasting. We kind of talk about sticking it out when, you know, the going gets tough, especially for those of you that are, you know, trying to make a go of things uh, in the designing space. I just really think that you're going to love it. I've ha- I, we had a really great conversation. It's a long, this is a long one. So, uh, you know, buckle up and <laughs> like get ready because you're, you're going to enjoy it. And uh, I just want to share a couple of things here before we jump in, because you know, this is episode 50. So this is a milestone episode for me. You know, uh, it's a year. It's also been over a year. Uh, October 1st was our, was the Power Pearls one year anniversary. And I, re- I really been thinking a little bit about how can I make this really special for you guys. So I decided to do this new thing and it's a monthly swag bag giveaway. And I talked about it for the first time on my Facebook live video on November 18th. And I showed off the bag. So in the future, if you guys want to see what the swag bag of the month is, you can go to to the Power Pearls Facebook page, the Power Pearls podcast. Make sure you put in Power Pearls podcast if you haven't already found me on Facebook, because I am showing off the contents of the swag bag and there's always going to be a bag. And it's not just any old swag bag. I mean, it's a nice knitting bag. So I decided that I would start paying forward all this amazing stuff that gets sent to me for creative knitting, you know, to review in the magazine. I think this is a great way to pay back not just the different companies that provide these amazing products to the magazine, but also to you guys to enjoy them. And, and then also, you know, it's like they get a new life. They get a new life. So here's what it is that you need to do though, to uh, win this swag bag. So I'll be giving away one every month and the value is around $100 and you know, $100 retail, which is pretty amazing. Here's what you need to do. You need to go to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash swag bag. Okay. And what that's going to do is that's going to take you to the Power Pearls iTunes page. Or just go to iTunes and type in Power Pearls Podcast and you'll find the page. But this is easy enough if you're out running or running errands or walking the dog or whatever, you know, whatever you're doing, knitting, of course. So if you go to, you know, you go to that, that URL that I just gave you and then you'll see the iTunes page. And what you, what you need to do is you need to leave a heartfelt review and rating for Power Pearls Podcast. And so this starts now. So, so it's November 25th, which is the day that I am, uh, that I released this episode through the end of December. Okay. Through the end of December, I, I want to start, I want this one to run a little bit longer. And then at the end of the month, at the end of December, I will announce a winner because, you know, here we are at the end of, pretty much at the end of November and we've got Thanksgiving coming up. So I thought, you know, let's just, let's just run this through December because it's going to be a monthly thing. 
And then at the end of the month, at the end of December, I will pick a winner. I will pick the most heartfelt (laughs) review and you will win the wonderful swag bag that I show off every month. So that's it. That's all you need to do. And when you do go to iTunes, you need to remember to leave a rating and review. You can't only leave a rating or write the review because it will not be uh, accepted by iTunes. So that's it. And that's all you need to do. And I'm really excited. And so what you also need to do, and I didn't mention this in my last Facebook Live video, you need to provide a way for me to get in touch with you. And that can be your email. It can be that simple. But there's got to be a way uh, for, for me to get in touch with you. So that's the, those are the, those, that's the criteria. Leave your heartfelt review and rating and a way for me to get in touch. And that's it. So without further ado, let's jump in to this episode and meet Marley Bird of Yarn Thing Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Power Pearlers, Kara Got Warner here, and I'm so excited because this is a very special episode. This is episode 50 of Power Pearls, and I have Marley Bird on the show, and she is the host of Yarn Thing podcast, and she's been in this world since 2007, so it's really exciting. We're going to talk about podcasting today, which is really cool. So Marley fled the world of the of financial services to launch a career in the yarn industry, and she has not looked back since. To Marley, a bi-crafty girl who both knits and crochets, the yarn is the star, not how you work with it. Marley Bird, welcome to Power Pearls Podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Carrie. It's good to be <laughs> this here. This is great. Yeah, so I'm like a little bit tongue-tied and excited, and it's ah, it's getting late in my day, I guess. But um, so I am absolutely thrilled to have you on the show. And the one thing I didn't mention too is that you were an expert on the Annie's PBS TV show Knit and Crochet. So I want to talk about that a little bit. But I also, I, you know, I really would love to just dig into this world of podcasting that we are both in. And, you know, like I said, you've been doing this since 2007, which is totally amazing. You know, I've only been doing this since 2014, so I thought it might be fun to just sort of, I don't know, just talk a little bit about it. Um, because, you know, back when you started, there weren't as many resources. Um, so how did you get into this? And, you know, what attracted you to getting into podcasting? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Actually, so it's kind of a funny story. Um, when I left the financial world, I wanted to do something in the yarn industry, but I didn't know what to do. And I had read something on like USA Today, or I don't even remember. But, um, no, I didn't read it. I watched it on like 60 Minutes, and it talked about this world of blogs. And I said to myself, well, I wonder if there are knitting and crochet blogs. So I got online, and I found different blogs. And at the time, there were um, like blogging groups you could be a part of. It was either a knit or knitters blogs or crochet blogs. And, um, I just was like, okay, well, this is kind of neat. I'll start a blog. And so I did. And if you remember at the beginning, you kind of go and comment on other people's blogs and, and have them come and check your blog out to leave a comment just to start getting, start getting traffic. And I had left comments on several d- different people's blogs. And one woman, uh, she left me a comment back. She said, you are so funny. You should do a podcast. So I literally asked Jeeves, 
what a podcast was. <laughs> I said, Jeeves, what's a podcast? And he sent me to a site that was called mypodcast.com. And my very first show, I said, here I go down the rabbit hole. Who wants to join me? And that was it. I, I did. Yeah, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I didn't know anything, but I knew I had a microphone in my computer and I could figure it out. So I used a program called Audacity and I used to edit my program and um, I literally just talked about everything until I finally found a rhythm. Yeah. So my blog has evolved over the years. Yeah. So so in the beginning, would you were you more like spontaneous about it? I mean, do you do you yeah. work from a script? I mean, that's probably like a good a good question, you know, because I think that, um, I mean, I feel like obviously right now we're just having a conversation and that's, I think that's yeah. really important, you know, and like, I think that, um, if sometimes if there's a script and you've got all your questions and someone's talking about something and you, then you're like, uh oh, that wasn't right. I was going to ask this other, this question. So, um, right. how do you feel about that? Like, do you just like kind of let it be what it is and, I have a general idea of what I want to talk about, general topics. Mm. Um, I do not like to be scripted, whether it's on the podcast or if I'm, you know, teaching in a class. I'm just not a fan of that. Um, so much so I was even a speech communication major in college and I really struggled with writing speeches. I, I like to just be off the cuff and just talk. Um, so I have a general idea. There has only been two podcasts that I've done where I've literally written down actual questions that I didn't want to forget. One was when I interviewed Craftsy, the owners of Craftsy, the two big head honchos. And the other was when I interviewed Diana Gabaldon because I knew exactly what I wanted to ask her about the Outlander series. And that was it. Mm -hmm. Other than that, it's all of my podcasts are all just general conversation. I usually will tell the guest, think of this as a first date. I'm going to ask you questions. You're going to answer back, maybe ask me a couple questions. And we just want to really get to know you because I feel like the people that are tuning into my show, they want to not necessarily just hear about me. They do want to hear about, you know, the things that I have to contribute to the conversation, but they really want to learn about the guests. And I think that especially in the yarn industry, there's some sort of a connection when you're at the store and you see a yarn on the shelf and you're like, oh, I, I know about Cascade Yarns. I listened to Shannon Dumbabin on the Yarn Thing podcast. I remember, oh, that's right. Her husband's family is the one that owns that company and they buy yarn from, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so it's exciting. It is. And I think... And I know for myself, because I'm a consumer of podcasts, I love podcasts. I mean, I just can't get enough. And when I listen, it's like I really connect more to the story and that person. And, you know, like in this case with, with, let's say with Cascade, I mean, it's like you can really feel like, oh, this yarn. Like I know the people who made this yarn. Yes. And there's yes. something just, there's something really powerful about it and personal because, they're in your earbuds, you know what I mean? Like you're out running or you're out, you know, shopping or you're in the car. Like there, it's like, you know them, like, <laughs> you know, like when people, you know, when you go to a show, Marley, right? People, some, some knitters or crocheters, they, they, they're just like, Hey, they come up to you. Right. And they're just, yeah. they know you because you're friends. You feel yeah. like you're friends. Yeah. And so I think that that's what, um, I really think that's what a podcast creates that kind of, um, experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's, it's interesting. I talked earlier about, you know, trying to find what I wanted my podcast to be. Cause at the beginning I, I didn't know it was just me. And I would just give little stories. I would randomly review books that I had purchased, you know, I, cause I didn't know what to put out there because there was nothing, nothing before, mm -hmm. you know, there was Lime and Violet. Do you remember Lime and Violet? No, because I, I mean, oh, I, I became really a consumer of podcasts 
probably in 2014. And then I started that okay. same year. And I think I even emailed you and I said, you I did. said, what, what, do, what, what do you use to record? I have no idea. <laughs> and you mentioned Audacity before you guys, I'm sorry, we're talking shop, but Audacity <laughs> is the recording software basically for a podcast or any kind of audio. Right. But, um, yeah. But I was recording on my smartphone back then and I was going, I was recording them outside, like after my morning <laughs> run. I'm like, I'm recording a podcast. Um, so for me, the spontaneous, like, and this is what I was going to ask you because I love being spontaneous, like uh, off the mm -hmm. cuff, like no script. So when you had scripted those few podcasts, like, you know, was it because you felt, I'm not going to say, I don't know like self-conscious or a little bit, you know, intimidated? Like, do you want to make sure that you got it right? Like, did you feel stiffer because you scripted it? Do you wish that you had more confidence that you could have just kind of gone in without the script? Um, no. And I don't think it's because I don't think scripting is really the right word. I just, I had my list like of questions. Bullets. I wanted to make sure I didn't yeah. forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My bullet. That's exactly what it was. And it was more of the sense that I had so many questions. Mm. I didn't want to get wrangled up in something over here when I knew I need this over here. And so I needed just some things that I could bring in and be like, oh yeah, I want to make sure I ask mm -hmm. that. Um, and the biggest thing, I mean, I was the first person to interview Craftsy back in the day. And so I wanted to ask the general questions that people were wondering, you know, is, is Craftsy killing the yarn store? How do you mm. feel about that? Is Craftsy beneficial for designers? How do you feel about that? Like there were all sorts of things. And then when it came to interviewing Diana Gabaldon um, of the Outlander series, I've read all the books and I'm such a huge fan. I mean, I could have spent an hour on each book. Obviously, that's not going to be good. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I got the points that I wanted to to get across to her because her time is so precious and I knew I wasn't going to get another chance for a while. So I wanted to take advantage of that. But no, I didn't. I don't feel like it was overscripted. I don't feel like it was was not me. I feel like I, I still was me mm -hmm. there. Um, but it it was maybe just a little bit more organized me. I'm not a very organized person. Come on, Karen, you know that. So, <laughs> well, it, it was. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, no, I, we, we have a, a, a pretty cool history, you know, because I mean, you've been in creative knitting magazine, we've done books together. Um, you know, we've hugged each other at shows, <laughs> you know, we've had <laughs> lengthy conversations. So yeah, no, I, it's all good though. And I, I totally love working with you and you, you're just so much fun. Marley. And I Thank can't you. believe it took me this long to get you on the, sh on my show, but, uh, you know, you're busy, you're a very busy person. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, a couple years ago it was easy. I was like, Hey Marley, what's up? <laughs> you know, so I get it. But, um, yeah, cause your podcast is like, how many listeners are like, it's crazy. Like what do you, what, what, um, what is your, what are your, what are your listeners? We're averaging 25,000 listens a week. Um, but I do two shows a week. 25,000 you said? Oh, wow. a week. Yeah. And then the other thing is on top of that. So we were talking about this earlier. I'm also doing Facebook live at yeah, the same time. Yeah. So in a way you can incorporate those listeners too. And I'm bringing a whole new mm. listener viewer to the podcast. Cause there are people who they understand the whole Facebook live thing. Oh, there's Marley. I'm going to go listen to her. And they're like, Oh, I didn't realize that a pod you had a podcast or how do I listen to a podcast? And so I'm getting new viewers from that who 
are excited. So it's just a whole, it's a whole nother step to the whole podcasting world. And, and is it like, would you feel like it's adding to the podcast and it's increasing your yes. listens? Because I think for me, um, you know, with Power Pearls, you know, it, I've got the listeners of this show and then the, the viewers of the Facebook Live. So I'm still trying to connect the dots mostly. So I think I'm just mm-hmm. trying to figure that out with this particular audience. So you guys, I'm on Facebook Live too. <laughs> no, yes. But, so, yes. And it's great because yeah. they get a list, they get to see you mm-hmm. and they get to see the face behind the voice and they get to see your expressions. And, you know, it's, it's just some, it's that's some sort of a personal level. Yeah. There. Oh, absolutely. You know? And, uh, so I, I just, yeah, I think it's, a, it's a really amazing way to ask questions on the spot as opposed to with a podcast there, you know, well, your show's different, but, uh, you know, because I can't do that. It's where it's like, I'll ask a question and I have to wait. You know, it's sort of like a what in a way it's, it's not as fluid as, you know, being on, on right. Facebook, uh, Facebook live yeah. But with your show. Okay. So, um, that kind of leads me to the next thought here, uh, because, you know, this show is, you know, pre-recorded, uh, but yours, you're both of your shows. So you have two shows a week and they're live, right? You're live. So you're not, I'm you're not there. messing around with editing and music. Well, do you have music? I guess it's sort of like a. Pre- I have my exit music, yeah. but that's, that's it. I don't have any intro music, but yeah, it's live. It's balls to the wall, man. You just, you jump in and you go Nothing for fancy. it. fancy. I, you know, no. I've even, and maybe this is a convo, but a separate convo, but I've even thought maybe I should just do that. So it's like, I get back to my, um, off the cuff roots because I love that. I love just diving in and, you know, maybe there's a little, um, and a, ah, and, um, a faux pas like we had earlier. Well, it's probably <laughs> edited out my little faux pas, but by, by now you guys, but, um, but you know, it's like that when I think about podcasting, like that's why I originally got into it because I love the spontaneity and then I could just quick upload it, you know, to what, wherever I was uploading it at the time when I started. So is that what you, do you feel like that, that if you were to go to a pre-recorded show that maybe you would like it, the magic would fall away. What do you think about that? (laughs) So the show used to be pre-recorded. Um, I I don't, I honestly can't even think about the date when I transferred over, but I, I remember the reason I did. I was at TNA and I was talking to Kristen Omdahl and I was talking to her about, you know, progressing as a designer and as a personality, but I was really tired of the amount of time it was taking to edit podcasts because I would spend hours editing the ums and the extras. And, you know, I mean, it was just like, this is so time consuming. At the, and at the yeah. time, I didn't have any sponsors. So I was making no right. money. It was just like, <laughs> this is such a waste of my time. And so I said to her, I'm like, I just don't think I should do this. And Kristen said to me, she was like, you're stupid if you don't continue. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, you have you have made something that other people haven't been able to do yet. And you're, you've set yourself apart from just being a designer. You're a designer who also offers a podcast connection. It's, it's, it's this venture into this whole new world of social media. Mm. And you know, at the time that wasn't even a coin phrase. And (laughs) I said, okay, she goes, you've got to find a way to make it so that it fits into your life. Mm. And so I went home after the show and I gave some serious thought to it. And I said, you know how I can make it fit is if I could do the show live where I just didn't have to do any editing. I could just do it. And it, it was out there and that was it. And uh, I came across blog talk radio uh, and I said, all right, let's, let's give it a try. So that's how I jumped into doing it live. If I had to go back to doing edited video or uh, podcast, 
I don't think I would be continuing because it's, it is such a time consuming. It is. And it's, it's expensive to um, produce. I mean, like I, I have all my shows produced and edited and it's, yeah. (laughs) And yeah, it is a free medium, you know? And, um, and I think that the fact that you're doing it live, that's really an interesting, that's, it's really an interesting uh, concept because, Keeps you on your toes. It, it, it does. And, you know, and we're already doing that on Facebook Live. So anyway, mm-hmm. I've been yeah. toying with the idea myself. So I don't know, like <laughs> maybe. Do it. Yeah. Is, is Do Blog it. Talk Radio the, I mean, there are others. I mean, I know, um, have you ever heard of Spreaker? I yeah. haven't. Anyway, so it's one of those like you find a good thing, you just kind of yeah, stick I know, with that it. That makes sense. And you've been there <laughs> for, you've been with them for so long. And, yeah. um, so when did you go from your edited uh, version oh, to, because I was on, I got on your show a couple times and I think they were, uh-huh. uh, I was live both, both times. Um, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, I want to say it was like 2010. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look it up while we're talking. Yeah. That's, I mean, you know, that's, that's pretty interesting to know. Now when you yeah. were, and you, you, and you, and blog talk radio, so you could do both where you can either be a live show or you can edit and upload and kind of you, you they're like yes. your host, right? Is that, is that correct? Yep. So yep. for anyone listening like that, you need to, we, all these shows are hosted somewhere. <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> anyway, um, but no, this was good. I, I just thought maybe it'd be fun to kind of dig into that a little bit. Um, you know, the podcasting yeah. world and what we're, why we're so crazy obsessed with it. I love it. I really do. I just, uh, <laughs> But, you know, yeah, I have those days where it's like, ah, this is a lot of work, you know, but it's the end, the, the payoff is this right here, Marley, what we're doing. Like, this oh, is yeah. why I do it. This is why, because I get to, I get to talk because I love to talk. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Me too. No, but, Me and too. I was, I was actually thinking about that the other day. It's like, you know, you know, yeah, when you have those dark moments where you think, oh, I'm going to give up or throw in the towel. I remember, I'm like, this is... <laughs> This right here, this, that, the medium, you know, talking and incur, being an encourager and a cheerleader for all those yarn crafters out there. That's what I was, that's what my main mission is. Uh, Above and beyond being an editor of Creative Knitting or anything I do in this industry professionally, I'm still hands down. I am that like, yay, knitting, yarn. And that's what I'm doing here. So I'm not, yeah, we can't give up, Marley. Give up. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> um, so my first podcast on the new on Blog Talk Radio was March 2009. Oh wow! So that's when I transferred over March 2009. So and I have 395 pl- published uh, podcast on on there. So all the ones I did prior to that on um, mypodcast.com, that site is now defunct and they're nowhere to be had. So unless somebody has saved it on their computer oh. somewhere, those original shows are all gone. But I mean. They're, they weren't like stellar works of art. So it's okay. <laughs> so, so I know when I was, um, when I was on your show, you were like, okay, we're starting. And it was like counting down. It was, is it sort of like a preset time? You have a slot and that's what you have to take. Yes. And is it sort of broadcasted on blog talk radio and they have, it's almost like programming and you're built into it. Yes. So you can purchase different levels. You can go in and you can have a free podcast or you can upgrade to different, you know, whatever their premium, or I think there's even a professional, um, level. So it all depends on how much you want to pay on a yearly basis or not pay. And then when you go in, as I schedule a show, if I were to schedule a show with you, I would go in and say, okay, here's my title. Here's, here's the description of the show. Here's the time slot I want to take. Um, and that time slot, that it's available if it's like a 
a high, what's the word I'm looking like for? Freak, um, high, high traffic, high frequency. You know. Yes, yes. <laughs> like a high traffic time. Um, those are usually set aside for the, the paid hosting stuff. So if you're going in as a free podcaster, meaning you're using blog talk radio for free, you might not get the prime time of 6 p.m. I have no idea. Because I do my show in the morning, I never have to worry about that. But um, I have my show. So I'll set it for 10 a.m. mountain time. And then I usually set it for an hour. I have the option to have it go up to two hours. Mm -hmm. And I get to do one show a day. So that's, that's how it all it's and it works into programming. So then you can ask them to um, I don't know if advertise is the right word, but you, I have a choice to send them a, a description of the show, a picture of like an advertisement of the show that's 650 by 650 pixels. And if they like the guest, they think it would be a really good hit for that particular, um, category, they will then promote your show. That's the word I was looking for, promote your show. So you can go through that whole process of helping, asking them to promote your show. Um, some shows they'll promote more than others. It all depends on whoever's approving that day. Mm. And then they also have options for, um, like uh, revenue, uh, like affiliate sort of stuff. Hmm. I don't know if affiliate's the right word. Like there, so they have ads on my site, and I can make money for how many people come and say. Now I am not making it. I mean, I think I made twenty five dollars last month, so it's not <laughs> like I'm raking it in. But I'm just saying it's out there yeah. as, as a possibility. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it's it's worked well for me. It's had my I've had hiccups. You know, I I have it is live radio, so there are times my sound will cut out, the the guests will cut out. Um. It, you just never know sometimes. And what's really frustrating is when it happens show after show after show and like four in a row, because then if you've got a new listener mm-hmm. and they just think that you're just inept oh. <laughs> because they've listened to four shows now and it's been crappy and you're just like, I'm so sorry. It's not my yeah. fault, but you know, they don't want to believe that, but it's all right. I mean, for the most part, the audience gets that it's a live show and it's just gets what yeah, you get. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why it fits so well with the Facebook live is because they're both live. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to do anything extra, but here's one other thing. So at the beginning, you know, there was, I think there was YouTube around, but I never did YouTube. Didn't even think about doing YouTube. There was no Facebook. So now not only do I have the podcast, then I do a Facebook live with the podcast. Mm -hmm. Then I download that Facebook live, Mm -hmm. edit the material and put it up on YouTube trying to get that audience too. That's that I've been doing that too. (laughs) Although, you know, I've got you know, trying to connect the dots all over the place. But yeah, that that was like amazing when I discovered, oh my gosh, I can download my Facebook live videos and then put them up on YouTube. So yes. it's, it's amazing. It's, it's just, it's so awesome. And, and I think that, um, you know, with this, the way the podcasting world has gone over the last uh, five-ish, five-ish or so years where it's all these polished podcasts and, you know, I feel like, I feel like there's a wave coming, you know, it's like, I love the rustic. I love the real. I think people love that about Facebook live. I predict that we're going to go back to something a little bit more less refined because do we need the music? You know, do we need that? The intro music? Do we need, you know what I mean? I just, um, because you have been doing that, doing this uh, and it's a success and you, ha- you're just like yeah. crushing it with all the listeners that you get, the downloads that you get. And you, you know, you're not fussy like with your, you know, with all the yeah. polish, you know, it's just, it's just really refreshing to listen to your show. Thank really you. it is. Oh, Honestly. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I talk. I mean, so it's, it's hard because, you know, you get that delay. So you work really hard not to talk over the guest and then you have to make sure that there's not 
the dead air. So I will fill in stuff if the guest isn't filling in stuff or if the guest asks me a question, I will answer a question fully because I hate it when I ask a question and somebody just gives me like a really brief little answer. And I'm just like, <laughs> we have an hour to fill here, people, you know? Um, so there are times you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but at the end of the day, I'm like you, I'm a cheerleader for Nitty Ding Crochet. I love it. I love it with all of my heart and I want everybody to succeed. And mm. so I used to be creative director for uh, Bijou Basin Yak Yarn, which high-end yarn, right? Really super high-end luxury yeah. yarn. And now I'm the national spokesperson for Red Heart Yarns, completely different yeah. ends of the spectrum. But I love both yarns equally because it, we get to create something with it. I mean, it's fabulous, Absolutely. right? It's it's one of those things that when when I went from one to the other, I said to one of my friends, I said, I really hope that I don't get people judging me. Okay, let's put it that way or saying, what is she? She's a sellout because, you know, people might say that. And I said, I really hope they take a look at what I've tried to do for them in the industry as a whole to lift them up and say, look at this wonderful work you've done and let's show the world. And I was really hoping that would be reciprocated. And it has like it totally was this really fantastic moment of people just realizing, you know, it's not just about you, the designer, you, the yarn company, you individually, it was, we're all in this together competing mm -hmm. for the business, but we're all cooperating oh, yeah. together. And they recognize that the podcast was a way for them to be lifted up. And, and then they took it upon themselves to lift me up mm -hmm. when it was my turn. That oh my sense? gosh. Yeah. So that, that was a really round way to say <laughs> that. It's just, it all comes together full circle, yeah. you know, whether it's the podcast connecting with the crocheters, the knitters, the designers, the yarn companies, it's, it's amazing. It really is. And it, it's, it, I always think about how it, the indirect, uh, result, you know, or this, this, this passion, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but I think about my passion for knitting in the yarn world and how it's brought things into my life. It's given like with these, with this passion and then I've developed skills and then I've, you know, become the editor of creative knitting and I was a, you know, a technical illustrator and, uh, you know, for, for the, the yarn industry and whatever, all these other things. And it's like, because of my passion, because of this like excitement was, is like this indirect thing, but really it was what led me down these other paths and to podcasting like you, you know, does uh -huh. that make sense? Did I make sense with that? Yeah, absolutely. But, absolutely. but that, that kind of is a, a good segue that we started talking about this because I wanted to ask you, you know, yeah, that kind of that question, like how, how do you feel that this passion um, has shaped your business to, you know, the yeah. success that it is now? Because you, yeah, I, I would say that you are, you know, a, a success in what you're doing for sure. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, you've seen me where it's, it hasn't been easy the whole time. Like I was, <laughs> I was on the verge of having to call it quits two times in this whole industry. And it was two years into my business. And then two years ago from right now, I was at a point where I had, I just wasn't making enough money to make ends meet for my family. And it's just because we, our business is just so different, right? Everything is so different. And there's so many different things that we do that we don't get paid for, but you need to do in order to, um, I don't know if succeed's the right word, but advance. And so I have this passion for the podcast, but I needed to make it some way that I could monetize it. So then I had sponsors. So I had people who were like, you know, I love what you're doing. I love your show. I love that you're connecting with people. And I want, let me give you a little bit of money to help that continue. And then 
you, you get the classes that you're able to teach around the country and connecting with people. Oh my gosh. You think it's awesome to connect with people over the podcast one-on-one and they walk in and they tell you how special your podcast is to them and how they might've had a bad day and they'll put on their earbuds and listen to you laugh. And they're just like, you, you have no idea the brightness that you bring. And you know, that's, that's the part where you might be having, I might be having a bad day. Like, I just don't know if I should continue. And then somebody will say something like that or write something beautiful mm. to me in a, in a email or a message. And it's like, wow, you know, it really, I am making a difference yeah. and it just rejuvenates oh, you. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, the, this business, what I've learned, I don't even know if I'm answering your question anymore. <laughs> what no, I've learned. Since, <laughs> okay. <laughs> since I've been in this, I've learned, and, and this might be going back to my financial roots that you have to diversify where all the different um, um, income is coming in. Cause if you don't, you're dead in the water. And my, my podcast, the craftsy classes, the creative book classes, the, the YouTube, the designing, the books, the sponsorships, the, um, spokesperson, you know, so on and so forth. All of that has to come together to make financial sense. Cause when one isn't paying, another one is. So if any one of those plates drops, it's, it's like, Oh gosh, you got to figure it out. And so this passion I have allows me to, I guess, <laughs> not go nuts trying to keep all those plates spinning and keep, keep everything going the way it needs to do it. Um, and I I wouldn't change it though. Did I answer your question? I honestly (laughs) know. It's so funny. (laughs) That's what I love about you. Yeah, you did, but you answered more than one question because I had another question that was like this, you know, that part of your answer, but you know, I I basically said, you know, how did, how do you think this passion has shaped the success of your business? And I think that you, you kind of said it, you know, like this, that you, that it helps you keep all those plates in the air, right? You know, this, you get, you go back to the essence of what it's all about. Because I was going to ask you, like, when do you, when you feel like quitting, how do you pull through? Well, obviously, you know, the email and that really heartfelt Mm -hmm. message or someone that said, I went out running and, and you transformed my world. (laughs) Like people, when people say that, like what you said made me happy today. Yeah. And who, who gets that? The person that's working at 7-Eleven doesn't have people coming in and telling them, I love the way you made my coffee today. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, there's not a lot of people in this world that get that in their career. And as as designers, as editors, as podcasters, as YouTubers, there are so many chances for us to get that. Now, what sucks is that you have to take the good with the bad because there's going to be those naysayers. There's going to be those haters. And you know me, Kara, I wear my heart yeah. on my sleeve. And so it, it's very difficult for me to just ignore those oh, yeah. because I want to make everybody happy. And so um, I, I struggle with that just in my, I mean, it's just, I, struggle's not really the right word. It's just, I'm an emotional person, not overly emotional. It's just when I talk passionately about something, it's like my body says, okay, cue the tears. And it's not that I want to cry. It's that I'm just, I'm so overflowing with excitement or passion or whatever you want to call it. And it just comes out in tears for me. And so for whatever it is, it happens Mm -hmm. and it's, it's hard. So you have to take the good with the bad. I, uh, I recently had a a post on my Facebook lot or not Facebook live Facebook page and I just was kind of stating along those lines. I was commenting about, you know, some people had left some comments and it, it hurt. Oh. And I debated whether I wanted to comment at all about being hurt. And then I I thought to myself, 
people need to see that there is a consequence to your words. Mm -hmm. And I want people to understand that even as simple as it might sound to you by saying that I blah, 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 me, I, that hurt. Mm -hmm. And it did. It broke my heart. And so I wrote about it. And then I think I think we're like at 400 different comments of people just saying amazing things about me. And it's you just you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I really just I really do need to just ignore you. Absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, this is something that I've heard someone say before, uh, uh, of course, on another podcast. And um, it's like, why do we we focus on the haters like we or the, yeah. or the, the one criticism as opposed to like, what what about those hundreds of of, of yeah. you know, positive, like, you know, exciting, you know, good feeling, vi- good vibes, whatever. Uh-huh. But we focus on the hater. And, and then, yeah. but you got to put that into perspective. And it's like, why would someone be motivated, Marley, to say that? There's something heavy. Yeah. There's something really deep and angry. That's a, you know, there's, there's anger right. there because you and I, we would never, we, why, even if we were, like, I don't think we could ever be that mad and just like lash out at someone publicly like that. I mean, I just, I can't imagine doing that, you know, because it's, what is the point? What is the point? And so to see yeah. that happen or to see that it's just, it's hard because it hurts because you're, you know, you're a sensitive person and you wear your heart on your sleeve. But yeah, we got to focus on, you know, the majority of what we're getting and those other people, they're the bottom feeders. Forget about them. <laughs> I think what's interesting the most about all that is, I, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, is I don't surround myself with negativity. Like I, I surround myself with really positive people. If I were, if I, if I were to put it in like people's aura, like I have everybody around me has really good auras, really good <laughs> passion and really like just positive because it is so draining for me to be around somebody who's like a negative Nancy. You know what I mean? And, and it very well could be that because I don't have the negative in my life, that that's why I notice it so much. If it's online, even if it's just a little tiny thing. And it's because I have such wonderful, amazing people in my life from, from my family to my friends, to my online family, I have amazing, amazing people. And so I, I don't know. I'm just not trying to get super deep. It's <laughs> no, just one of those things I was just trying to think Well, about. you know, um, and I think uh, Jim Rohn said it. Um, I always butcher quotes, but just just here's the, <laughs> here's the, you know, kind of the basics of it. But you're the sum of the five people that you hang out with. Ah. Yeah, it's something like that. All you got to do is Google Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. <laughs> but that's like, it's so true when you think about it. You know, it's 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 like that same idea of like, you become what you think. And I totally believe yeah. that. And people might say, that's so naive. How, no, I totally no, I t- think that yeah. our mind, you know, reflects what our experience is. And, you know, so anyway... Another whole other yeah. conversation, a whole other podcast. <laughs> Go figure. Marley takes a tangent. Squirrel. I, <laughs> I, exactly. Exactly. So let's see. So yeah, this is cool. So you're answering some wonderful, <laughs> some of my, what my questions for you, but so, and I, I don't know, maybe you sort of answered this already, but you know, can you, do you, can you think of a story or an example in your life, like a life lesson that knitting or crochet or knitting and crochet, however you want to think of it, <laughs> how that has helped you in your, in your life. Life lesson yeah. for knitting and crochet. I mean, I, I mean, Gosh, I know you say that you use it like it's, you know, when you're down, down and out and it lifts you up, but I, I just, you know, if you, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just thought maybe you could, you know, um, 
I don't know if this would necessarily be a life lesson, but how about a story? Sure. My grandmother is the one that taught me how to crochet several years ago. And um, it was one of those things that I always saw her doing growing up. And I always, and we didn't leave, we didn't live close to her. She lived in Colorado and we lived in Kansas. And every time we'd come out to visit, I'd see her crocheting. And I would always tell her, Grandma, I really want to learn to do that. And she was like, oh, you know, someday, someday. And it happened that it was in 1999 after my grandfather passed away from lung cancer that I brought her up to my college campus and showed her around my new apartment. And I didn't know what to do with her afterwards. I was like, I don't, we went to dinner. I didn't know what to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, grandma, I want you to show me how to crochet. Like it was like, we've been preparing for this forever, right? And now it's time. And we went to that world famous yarn store called Walmart and I picked up some, <laughs> I picked up some red heart yarn and I picked up a boy crochet hook. And that night I learned how to do the chain stitch and the single crochet and the rest is history. And with just such a simple thing of that, look where we are now. Look where oh, I am now. I know. And, oh my gosh. Right. And so, and, and I was no pun intended, completely hooked. And then when, <laughs> um, when I was asked to do an article for um, Crochet Today magazine, I wrote the article about my grandmother's blanket that she made my mom. And it was an afghan. It was a white and red afghan with these really huge, like red posy sort of flower motifs made. And when grandma started, it was a full size. And then mom got a queen size bed. So she made it queen size. And then it still wasn't finished. And mom got a king size bed. So my grandma made it king size. So like she was working on this afghan forever. So it was kind of the story of the afghan. And I had a photographer come out and take pictures of my mom and the afghan and my mom and my grandma and myself. And it was published with all of these pictures. So there I am with my grandma and this Afghan and my mom. And she, um, I'm going to cry. I, I swear I'm not. Um, in the nursing home, they took it out of the magazine and they put it up on the wall. And she was so proud of that. She was like, look what she's done. I just, I just showed her how to chain and single crochet and she just took off and now she's in magazine. Like it was just something, one of those special things. And it wasn't long after that, that she passed away. So I don't know if that would be a big influence Mm. thing, but it was one of those things that it just meant so much to me to think that something so small that started with just a little, a little bean when I was a little tiny girl and it grew to where, where I am right now. And so I know that, I mean, if she knew where I was right now in the Red Heart community, she'd be like, oh my gosh, because it was her favorite yarn. Yeah. So it's a, Marley's made it. I, I totally relate to this, Marley, because my grandmother taught me how to knit. And, you know, uh, yeah, I've had those moments where I think how amazing that I am where I am today because she showed me how to pick up these two sticks and do something, you know, with this other, fu- this fuzzy stuff, you know? And, yeah. um, she was 95 when she died. So she died a couple of years ago. And I just, I mean, she was with it, you know, but I don't think she really knew, like, she wasn't really sure what I, that I was, you know, doing all this stuff in the, in the knitting world, you know? And, and hopefully I won't cry when I say this, but you know, it's, she, <laughs> but she, um, about a month before she died, she said, you know, I think I want to start knitting again. Now, this was a passionate knitter. She was passionate. And um, and she said, I want to make one of those 
infinity cowl things, you know, I think that's what they're called or whatever. <laughs> she didn't know which she'd like, she knew fashion, you know? Um, and I, and I said, Oh yeah, Graham, I'll, I'll send you like a box with needles and yarn. And she always liked the glitzy yarn, you know, and she loved red heart too. So I, <laughs> I put together a box and I waited, I waited a week. I waited another week. Oh, I'll send it. I got, you know, and then she passed away and I never got to send it to her. That's hard, man. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> but it is it is something special, yeah. though, that they're able to share something like that with us and we're able to expand out. It just shows the impact that just something so small can have on somebody's life. Yeah. Oh, you absolutely. It, 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 then that's it. You know, just a simple moment, a moment that's like a, a yeah. little, you know, uh, that means you, know, you would think this means nothing. Like I'm sitting here with my grandmother and learning this craft and look yeah. what it became in my life. Yeah. Like the, the biggest passion in my life, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I know. Oh, wow. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I'm I sorry. Know, this is, I know. <laughs> this is Marley. This is the first time I'm crying and I have like the guests crying and we're crying together. <laughs> this is good. I it's think kumbaya. this is perfect for episode 50. <laughs> I wanted it to be amazing and I knew you'd be the right one. Okay. <laughs> <This is> <laughs> so anyway, okay. And this is, you know, I know your time is precious. I love spending this time with you, but I want to, you know, kind of just, we'll, we'll just start to wrap it up. And I just want to ask you a couple of uh, other questions. Um, Sure. So, uh, you know, because I talk to a lot of designers on this show, you know, so it's like split down the middle. We've got the yarn crafter, the designer, because, you know, it all goes together. We were, we're all, all of us that are passionate knitters. Then there are those of us that are really trying to see if we can make it in this, in this business. I know that you talk to, you know, designers and, and aspiring designers. So what, what kind of advice would you give someone? You know, I mean, I know there's probably lots and lots and lots of, you know, advice, but <laughs> like, what would be like the one takeaway that you would want to, um, to give someone, it, it, you know, with the climate, the way it is today, but to keep a, you know, positive, a positive mind and yeah. follow your heart, you know? You know, I teach a class called hobby to profession where I, I essentially lay it's, it's one of the most intense classes for me because I essentially lay out my own business plan and say, look, this is what I had to do to do what I'm doing. Not to say this is the only way to succeed in this business, but I just lay it out there and let people know how hard it is. Because I think sometimes we can be deceived thinking that it's, oh, it's, it's you just get to play with yarn all day. No, I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so I, I make sure that they know, but at the end of class, I always bring it all in because I, you could see the tear, the terror on their eyes, in their eyes of she wants me to do what? I don't have time to do all that. I'm like, I've progressed to this point. But the biggest thing I want you to think about as you walk away is why do you want to do this? And you've got to constantly remember that you want to do this because you love the yarn. You love knitting. You love crocheting. You love connecting with other people. You love designing. Whatever that is, you need to always remember that because there are going to be those times where it's really hard and you're going to want to give up, but you have to remember that. And at the same time that you're remembering that, you also have to remember to be positive because there are so many people in this industry and it's the ones that, in my opinion, that are positive that have the good aura around them that you want to work with them. Yeah. I remember that Jim Rohn quote guys. And, and, you know, it's like, and, and have that support system, right? Have that, you know, network with people, uh, have accountability partners, even if, because if you are doing it at home and you're, you know, this is it. And you're trying to make a go at it, get on Skype, you know, talk to people because 
I remember before now that I'm, you know, with Annie. So I, I, I get, I go to the office, you know, but, um, when I was freelance, when I was on my own, it was lonely. I had some dark days and back then it, Skype was around, but it was kind of clunky, you know? And so yeah. I was, that's important. I think you need a support group. If it's not in face to face, it's, you know, get on the phone or get in front of, get on Skype. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I actually have two um, iMessage groups and like both of them have an editor in them. <laughs> and then there's a couple other designers and then a couple people who are like designer supporters. I don't know. They're not just fans, like they're contract crocheters or knitters or they do something in the industry. And we all like bounce oh, ideas off yeah. each other. And it just... I mean, it's, it's my most precious group ever because it's more than just a business group. These are my friends, you know, and, um, I, tr I treasure them with all of my heart, but yes, you need that support system. You need it. Mm -hmm. You Absolutely. need it. And just like Absolutely. I mentioned earlier, you also need to make sure that you diversify your income. If oh, you're going to yeah. be in this business, you can't just be a designer. You have to be a designer and other things. Yeah. And I always call that getting scrappy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's good. Um, Vicki Howell told me I, I was a hustler. You've been hustling. Yeah. I said, yeah. Hustling. <laughs> and I think you have to be a little uncommon. Like if you have this thing in the back of your mind that you're like, you don't even, you're like, I'm not going to even verbalize that because that's just crazy pants. <laughs> well, you know what? That crazy pants thing is probably the thing that you need to do. <laughs> Can I introduce you to Swants? Okay. <laughs> Let's just talk about Swants. When Stephen West showed, oh, he, he was wearing his Swants when we went to lunch and he goes, this is the new thing I've do I'm doing. I said, Oh, that's great, Stephen. Oh. I was like, and look at I that. Know. I mean, if you don't know what Swants, look them up. So don't be fearful of anything. No, and you know what? Oh gosh, that reminds me of uh, you know because I had Stephen West um, and Stephen Berg on an early episode of, of this show. Aren't they awesome? Yes, but a thing the thing that I loved about Stephen, you know, because like you and I've heard this it, it, the same thing with other guests that are these you know kind of these phenoms, you know, where they just they just do it like oh I just need yeah. all the time because that's what I love. So I didn't think that I I never really thought will I succeed. Or will I not succeed? Like it just, he just did it. Like there was no yeah. worry. There was no question either way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I totally and I've seen saying. that before and it is a magical thing. And I think that that is, it is magic. It's like the magic ingredient and it's belief or it's just, you just do already. You just, you're like, well, yeah, of course, you know, I'm going to be yeah. all right. Cause this is just, this is just what I do, you know? Yeah. And I think that's something that breaks a lot of uh, entrepreneurs or people that want yeah. to become an entrepreneur in some way, like without the belief that you can, it's, it, it's tough. I mean, I'm not trying to like put anybody, get, get anyone depressed here, but you, you just, if you, you can ride on that, you know, like if I, all I need to do is believe and I'll be fine because then I feel like, <laughs> I just feel like all those ducks line up and then, yeah, you're going to have those dark yeah. moments, right? Like, just like we said, yeah. but I think you got to know and believe and get rid of that discouragement as much as you can, you know? I think that goes back to you saying, you know, the positive thoughts, positive thoughts, positive in your mind, your body's going to do it. And like, I'm, I'm always telling myself, you know, okay, well, what's the next step? Okay. I'm going to get there. And you just, you just keep on trucking, you know, you just, you just keep on trucking and we can do it. Oh, we can do it. it. It's sticks and string. We can I do know, this. Sticks and string. We can do this. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. You know, and it's like, you just, if, if you're confused, if, if, if you're, if you're, if you're struggling, you know, don't, don't call it a problem. Okay. It's a challenge and walk away, walk away today, right. go back tomorrow. Cause I think that's a sign too. It's like, 
Okay. If you're confused, the answer's not here. Tomorrow it might be here. And usually I know for myself, I wake up and I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> you know, right? Don't you have those? <laughs> totally. Know. Or you wake up in the middle of the night. You're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you keep a notebook by your bed? I um, totally do. I do. Yeah. Or I run into my, my little, you know, craft room next door and I'm like, oh. cause I, if I don't get it off my mind, there's no going back to sleep, you know? That's yeah. right. That's right. That's been me lately. I have, it has been a mess at my house. John, this morning he woke me up before he left and he goes, what time did you go to bed? I said, one thirty. He goes, but you got up at one thirty. I woke up at one thirty yesterday morning and I could not fall asleep until one thirty this morning. Oh, and it's goodness. just, it's just so many things, just life and business and everything in my head and just to yeah. do, I, my body wouldn't shut down, oh, you yeah. know? So I'm hoping that this weekend I get it just like collapse. Yeah, you have to because <laughs> you need to like kind of regenerate and yeah. yeah. So, yeah. or as my husband, my husband says, de decompose, not decompress, decompose, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, but this was great. We've been on here for a while and I, I actually have a Facebook live video at four thirty, So I'm looking at my clock oh, here, cool. so I, I have to get ready, but, um, I, I loved, I loved our conversation. So your show, let's just kind of give the listeners sure. some, um, information. So your show is Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? Do you want me to give the yes. spiel? All right. All right. So it's called the Yarn Thing Podcast with Marley Bird. I'm the host, Marley Bird. You can catch the Yarn Thing Podcast live every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 10 o'clock Mountain Time. That's 12 o'clock on the East Coast, 9 o'clock on the West Coast, and 11 o'clock in the Midwest. If you are anywhere else in the world and would like to join us live for the podcast, please Google what time 10 o'clock Mountain Time is for you. I do live in Denver, Colorado, and come and join the fun. I love it. There you go. <laughs> That's the most awesome elevator pitch I've ever heard. <laughs> that is great. So yeah, that's it in a nutshell, you guys. So go listen to Marley. And with that, I'm going to say thank you so much for being on the show today, Marley. Thanks for having me. Thanks. It was fun. Yes. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, well, that's another episode in the bag. And I hope you enjoyed my chat with Marley Bird. She is pretty awesome. And I just want to quick share a few things with you before we uh, say goodbye. Marley has given a nice little discount for you guys if you're interested in getting one of her patterns for free. If you go to her Ravelry store, and uh, you can go there by uh, going to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash Marley, and it'll take you to her Ravelry store, and uh, you will need to put in the promo code POWERPEARLS. And this is only good through December 2nd, 11.59 p.m., December 2nd, 2016. So use Power Pearls, all one word, when you go to checkout to get one of her patterns for free. I will catch you guys next time. See ya.